0: America and everywhere else in the world welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey has a podcast I'm your host Corey Easley and it is getting real fucking warm outside isn't it isn't it folks last night I had the honor and privilege to step on stage and in a New York City theater once again for the first time um, and Once you do that, it kind of gets that, like, sparks that fucking, that flame again that you want to start performing, you know? I'd like to be invited to do shows. I'd like to book my own shows. I have ideas. I got plenty of them. I got so many fucking ideas. I'm running out of space on my phone. I'm going to have to get a fucking external hard drive to put all my ideas on. And But no, I... um. It felt really good. You know, shout out to Nick Carrillo. Shout out to Jake Keith for inviting me on their show called Secondhand Movie down at the Improv Asylum in New York City. It was a great time. Nice turnout. Uh, we had food afterwards. There was cheeseburgers. There's not really, you know, shit closes early still, right? So by the time you get out of the show and it's like 11 o'clock and you're like, huh. Well, everything closes at midnight, so I guess I'll just eat a fucking cheeseburger or chicken fish. Everything that you eat, <clears throat> all the options are like shit that you would feed to a little kid, right? Like, you know when you were a kid and you go to a restaurant and the adults would get different food than you? That's what I think of when I think of bar food. I feel like there's good bar food out there, but bar food typically the options that you would have are the options that you would feed a child right it's like the adult version of like a happy meal you know what you got you got mozzarella sticks you got fucking chicken fingers and french fries it's like that's how that's that's not how a grown-up should be eating right i'm just saying i don't know i'm fucking i'm not you know i'm It just seems like, to me, there's better options out there for an adult to eat. But whatever, you eat it and you enjoy it. Bar food also tastes better when you're fucking hammered and you just feel like you need it. So since I was not in that state, it was probably just one of those, well, fuck. I mean, I guess this is a last resort because when I was hammered, uh, 7-Eleven hot dogs tasted good to me. Uh, 7-Eleven's cheeseburger bite tasted good to me, which was basically just a... Uh, it was the shape of a hot dog, and it was like kind of a ground beef, I imagine, molded into a hot dog by a machine. And inside had whatever type of cheese you would eat on a cheeseburger. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I used to eat them all the fucking time, and now I could, st- I could make myself sick thinking about... What, How they're probably made But thinking about the way stuff is made Is probably just like not a good idea anyway right? Especially if it's like fast food It's fast When you do stuff fast it's usually not good You know what I mean You take your time on it You know like a lover You make love To it And it comes out nice You do it fast you're just in and out And you're pulling your pants up And next thing you know it's a fucking problem you know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a huge fast food person for many reasons. I, I see why it exists, and honestly, it's uh, con- but you know, based on convenience, based on uh, just time. Yeah, I mean, fat the fucking it's built into the to the name of it, right? So I get it, but you know, but uh, but otherwise, no. The show was great. Uh, the cast was great. I saw a lot of people that I didn't get to. I hadn't seen in since before since even long before honestly covid happened. I mean people get busy, people start doing their own thing so I got to share the stage with some very talented folks. And it was dope. It was fucking cool. I got to talk the way I want to talk. I think the hardest thing about sometimes that I think about being uh an entertainer is we compare ourselves to other people. And you get away from it, honestly, like after time and as long as you, uh, the longer you do it, the more you kind of just find your own place in that world. But I think the most, I think it is difficult. And honestly, people compare themselves to people all the time. That's just what, it just, it happens and we can't help it, but I think sometimes we look, it's like, fuck, like, I'm not necessarily as strong at this thing, at this, like, people have some real gifts and talents, right? And it's like, what's your thing? I think I found my thing. My thing is I show up, um, I start talking, and people like that. So I think I'm just going to try to figure out how to get paid to do that, right? Um, Not the best actor, but hey, what are you going to do? You know, neither is fucking Nicolas Cage, right? Boom. Um, Yeah, so no, it's great. Um, The other day, I recently, I was walking down the street, and I got a haircut. And it's really funny how a haircut will change the shape of your head. You know? And it's not like, you can't change the shape. Like, there's no, I don't think that there's plastic surgery to change the shape of your head. You can change the shape of your face. I saw this one dude one time. I used to work at a store, right? This guy came into the store one day. This motherfucker had a weak ass chin and no jawline. Uh at the end of the week he came in, he had a fucking crimson chin, chiseled fucking Angelina Jolie, like Rob Lowe fucking jawline, right? He had one of these crazy he had a fucking jaw. This kid looked like he could take a punch, right? And he came in. He wasn't a kid, he was a fucking probably in his fifties. And I just thought to myself, Yo, if you're gonna, that's how you do it, right? Like, if you're gonna get a like, like a super appearance altering procedure done to your to your face, yeah, you just gotta own that shit. Because you paid for it with your money, you weren't happy with something, and you went and changed it into something else. Fuck it, right? That's your business. That's no one else's. And I remember being a lot younger, and I remember seeing this dude, and I remember thinking. Does he does he think that we don't notice that his to, his face looks totally different? Like he kind of looked a little bit remember in The Mask when Jim Carrey put the mask on and it looked a certain way on him and then when the bad guy put the mask on it fucking looked like it looked crazy on like it looked like I met that guy one time actually the dude that played the bad guy in The Mask he was all right. Wasn't super friendly, but he wasn't mean either. And that's okay. I think we need to stop being like, oh, that guy was mean. Why the fuck does he have to be nice to you? Anyway, so yeah, no. um, Yeah, it was one of those. So he came in with a new face, essentially. And I got to just make eye contact with the guy and try to act like I don't notice that he looks like someone else. Same haircut. Same body. Same, like kind of consistent style of of dressing. He looked the same all the time. So it was definitely him. Same voice. You know, he didn't get his voice changed. Can you imagine? Fucking you, you you, go, you get the procedure done, you don't like the way your face looks, you change your face, but also they throw the voice in and now your voice sounds like fucking James Earl Jones or some shit. That'd be crazy. But yeah, the guy came with a different face and I was just wondering at the time my young naivete i thought that that mattered to him or it would or wow man wouldn't that be uh kind of strange if i just showed up and act like nothing happened but the truth is i was just a fucking guy that was selling clothes you know what the what does he care about my opinion about something that he did in his personal life so you know good for him and i think uh I thought that was super bold of him to do. I thought that was a bold move. But I got this haircut, and I just, like, I, I'll pass him. You know when you walk down the street and you start looking at your reflection and whatever you pass by, that's a reflective surface. Especially when you first walk out. If you've been out for a while, it's like, fuck it. You might check yourself to see if you got some shit shit on your face or, you, you know, you, look, you still look a little neat or whatever. You know, I'm passing by the cars looking at my haircut and shit. And I'm like, yo, my head shape is different because people don't even realize, bro. I used to rock a, I used to rock a dark Caesar all the time, or, or like a, like a fucking skin fade on the side with the, C- and, yo, my head is not shaped the way you think it is. My head, the shape of my head looks like it fucking belongs in an egg carton. I have an egg head. If you look at the, look at the cover of Fifty First Dates. Me and Adam Sandler have the same head shape. I swear to God, I'm telling you right now, look at Adam Sandler on the cover of 51st Dates. If I remember this correctly, I'm going straight off memory. If I remember this correctly, Adam Sandler is sitting down holding a ukulele and he's, it's a profile of him sitting down crisscross applesauce style. Can we still say Indian style? Real, this is a real question. I don't know if that's like a if that's problematic or something like that, but the fucking guy is sitting down Indian style and he's looking over to wherever uh Drew Barrymore is. Sweet woman, tiny person. Met her in real life too. Very nice. Uh, really small. Really small, small woman. Like I was surprised. You know what I mean? Like I thought she would be like Isn't it funny? Our expectation. I thought that she would be like probably around five, 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 six. She's probably like five, two. She's a really small woman. Uh, Super sweet. Did I say that? Yes, I did. Of course. You see Adam Sandler looking over. Love Adam Sandler, by the way. Um, He's a New Yorker, too. I love anybody who's from New York for the most part. For the most part, even if I don't fucking like them that or what they do that much i respect them just because i'm from here it's really fucking i don't know it's that's like the hometown pride right so we spot each other till we find each other in the world i remember one time i was at the fucking whole foods i was at the whole foods in the upper east side with my wife in upper east side of manhattan and this guy we asked him a question because we were looking for something and the way he answered me i said this guy's from the Bronx." And I don't remember if I asked him or not, but I just fucking knew it because people talk a certain way. Anyway, so Adam sitting down to the side. You could see the shape of his head is like an egg. Now, let me elaborate on that a little bit for you. <clears throat> when you look at an egg, when you open up a carton of eggs, you see this. You see the, the tips of tops of the eggs. Right. And it's the small side of the egg. The bottoms of the eggs are a little bit more round. Um. You know, they're kind of like those uh, inflatable, those inflatable things that you punch and they just, they fall down and pop back up. They're like that shape, right? Um, So they're, you know, they have a, they have a, a bigger base and then like they come to a smaller point on top. So in my case, my chin would be the smaller part of the egg and then it turns into the big part on the top of my head. I think. I think that's how it works. And I've always felt this way. You know, this one kid told me I had a pointy head. I was like, fuck it, I gotta do something about this. So I went down and I showed up to school two days after he told me I had a pointy head and I got and I got head reconstruction and now I look like a different person. Nobody recognized me and it was cool, I was like a new kid on the block, being new is cool, when was the last time you were new somewhere, it's like, you you come in, nobody knows you, right, you could be whoever you want, you're the new guy at work, the new girl at work, the new they, them at work, whatever you identify as, you come in, how does that make you feel, because there's like a little bit of anxiety that comes with that too, like, fuck, like, you know, I have to interact with people, right, now people, things are opening up, we're gonna be, we're gonna be seeing, meeting people, being around people, seeing people talk to each other again, so, yeah, when was the last time you were new somewhere, me personally, I don't, I don't mind being new, um, because you kind of just, like, I think when I was younger, and I, like, I don't want to say care, because I care, I I do care, I care what, I care about people's opinions of me, I, I don't want people to think that i'm some fucking that i'm like not i mean as long as it's like like i don't lose sleep if someone doesn't fucking like me that much you can't really help that sometimes right but you know i don't want people to think that i'm fucking like some weirdo you know what's what's a weirdo i don't want people to think that i'm some fucking weirdo or like somebody that does fucked up shit to small animals or some shit like that but you know I'd like people to think, Oh, that's a guy that I respect. He has a good work ethic and he's and he's friendly and helpful, you know, and he's and he's smart, right? That's it. That's all I want, right? I just named like five things. That's all I want. So you show up new somewhere, it's like I feel like the difference between like having experience and not having experience is like when you are younger and you don't really have a lot of experience, you almost seem like feel like you need to prove yourself. Like you need to prove that you're this type of person. Right, like You need to prove, like, I'm walking into this situation, and I need everyone to know the kind of person I am right off the fucking bat. And I think as you get older, you know, you kind of take it as it comes a little easier. I think it becomes a lot easier to take it as it comes. So that's the difference like coming into a situation new people talk to you a little bit here and there you might get invited to a to gatherings or some shit you might not you might go you might not want to go you might not be able to go whatever it is but being new and getting to know people in that new environment is uh i think it's always interesting i think Again, like years ago it's for me when I think about that it's something that will just make you overthink about what the perception of you is, but now it's like, ah, I'm just coming into the situation I'm me I know what i I bring to the table confidence you know I think the most important thing to know is yourself right we people talk about it all the time um it's important to know yourself because that then you can be authentic you can be as authentic as you want. You know, you can get on stage and people can ask you questions. You can answer them, honestly. You know what I mean? You know, have you ever taken a polygraph test? I've been thinking about this. Like, how do they even work? I watch I watch shows sometimes and people will bust out a polygraph test. And I'm just like, a polygraph test is a lie detector test, by the way. Um, if somebody, if you were new at a job and they put you on a polygraph in front of the whole staff... Um, and ask you a bunch of questions about you. Would would that suck or would that be cool? It probably suck, right? You don't want to give people too much information right away. Are you one of those people that overshares right up front? Are you an oversharer? It's easy to overshare when you're like, when the fucking inhibition is down and you're drinking at a bar and shit. But are you just oversharing like by the fucking coffee machine in the lounge? You know what I mean. And now everybody thinks that you're a fucking psycho. Have you ever done that? You ever met somebody for the first time and thought that they were a psycho? I remember one time I met one of my wife's friends for the first time. She was in town. And I probably must have had like 12 margaritas that night. And I got to a point where I met this really sweet person for the first time in my life. And all I kept talking about was how the government is bullshit. um, That night for some reason. Because I was just fucking on one. I don't know how I got there. I don't know why I got there, but I was there, you know, and I stayed there, too. I stayed there until I fucking closed my eyes and went to sleep that night. Just like we were at we were at dinner. I was there. We were. At, I got there at dinner. Isn't it funny how you can get there at dinner? Wouldn't you think, oh, yeah, you're eating, so you should be fine, right? There's like you're having a drink, too, with dinner, but there's like water and stuff. And you're like, no, I don't drink water when I'm drinking you crazy water is usually an afterthought you know water is usually like okay I gotta uh try to sober up a little bit which is fake I gotta try to sober up a little bit so I could do this or so I could have this conversation and that's fake right that's bullshit because if you had like five shots and eight drinks while you were having those shots fucking down in two glasses of water is not really going to make a difference. It's not going to catch up. You know what I mean? It's like I tell people all the time, like it takes a long time to get yourself in a position to form good habits and then like start seeing changes that you want. Even like, like I'm a personal trainer, right? Like I told one of, I told one of my clients, I said, you know, she's like, we've been training for three months and I'm seeing results, but I'm not seeing the results I want. And it's like, yeah, but You got to think about it like this You've been alive for 28 years And you have not trained before You're not going to undo 28 years of fucking not doing shit In 3 months Give yourself time and be patient with yourself Right That's what it's about Giving yourself time Being patient with yourself And when you do something crazy Fuck it You did it Own it right? Own that shit But you know Just be better be better folks be better for the people around you better for the people who love you and um i just want to i want to leave you guys on this i had a great time at the improv asylum last night in new york city um and i got to be around a bunch of really funny really talented comedians and it was just a really dope environment dope atmosphere and just Doing the show was fun. Kicking it in the green room was fun. Kicking it after the show, having dinner. Like, that shit's all fun, and I'm happy that stuff's coming back. New York is back, baby! Um, I'm happy that stuff is back, and thank you to everybody who came out. Shout out to my friend Courtney Arona. She's a huge supporter of the show, and uh, she came out and saw me, her, and her husband. It was very nice of them, very sweet of them to come out, um, and a few other friends, too, so... People I love came out, showed love. Yo, show your friends love. Support your friends. Pay full fucking price for their business because, you know, that's just that's just how it just it's only right, right? Listen to your friends' podcasts. Come to your friends' shows. Buy your friends' merchandise. You know, it it means a lot. So thank you guys all for coming out thanks for showing love i will be around i will be booking shows i will be announcing them right here on this podcast uh listen to me wherever podcasts are found and uh, i love you all take care of yourselves take care of the people you love and i'll talk to you fucking real soon peace